Welcome to the Clovis Sports Report. We're calling this the post-game pod. We are here at La Monica Stadium. This is Paul Metters, and I'm here with Austin Kemp. And mm-hmm. we just witnessed quite an emotional night. The Central and Clovis football game. Central pulled out a wild one, 35-31. And we definitely have a lot to talk about in this game. I mean, talk about the emotions and, and everything with COVID and finally getting to to be on the football field. But, oh, my gosh, could we ask for a better football game to watch after waiting so long to watch a football game? Yeah, I don't know. I think that, that might be the best football game we watch all year. Just how how just how it started with Clovis going up 21 nothing and DJ Stevenson rallying Central. That's that's about as high level and as good of a game as we're going to see uh, maybe this spring season. And to be honest, we talked about this on our last podcast, episode 13, when we did our track preview. We weren't really sure what to expect, not only with this with this uh, first game, but with the whole season in general. We didn't know if it was going to feel like a glorified scrimmage, you know, with with the limited amount of fans and, and uh, you know, no band and the pat, some of the pageantry gone and no Valley Championship games being played, no playoffs, obviously. We, we weren't quite sure what to expect, but, oh, my gosh, that felt like a playoff game. Um, it felt like, um, you know, it felt like just a bunch of kids that were ready to hit hit somebody and they left it definitely all out of the field and you talk about Austin how Clovis jumped out to a 21 to nothing lead with five minutes left in the first quarter against the defending state champs but um you know with with uh, the opening kickoff Austin said to me hey Paul you need to film this just in case something happens and I usually do film the opening kickoff just in case something special happens but I'm like no way there is no way fireworks can happen on the opening kickoff of a COVID year with all the emotions and sure enough what are we gonna what do we call it maybe like a, a 82 yard yeah between like kickoff probably, return. Probably 75 82 but uh, Jaden Carrillo Jaden Carrillo I first of all like the atmosphere was way better right. than I thought it was gonna be I was kind of kind of going in expecting it might be a little bit dead might be a little weird but I mean there the music was blasting there was actually way more fans than I thought were actually going to be there too and it was it was a pretty good crowd on both sides and I think the atmosphere was great for obviously those of you if you're listening to this and weren't able to attend uh but yeah I remember telling like we were walking up to the stadium I was just seeing how pregame was going and Clovis like I've almost never seen a team as confident as Clovis was like in pregame like we talked to a couple coaches they they sounded off a little bit about how they were going to end Central Streak. Uh, we were looking at the players going through going through pregame. They were talking some smack. And when it came to that opening kickoff, I was like, hey, Paul, like these guys have their hair on fire. You better film this because I think <laughs> they might pop something here. Or if not, it's going to happen within the next couple of plays. So just film the, the next three snaps. And I think we're going to see TD and sure enough, Jaden Carrillo to the house. It, it almost felt like a Disney movie. Yeah. Right. It almost felt like uh, it was scripted, and we we had a great conversation with Clovis head coach Rich Hammond after the game, and I mean he was emotional. He was in tears. He was in tears. Not at the result, just like, like just describing the the that kickoff and like what it meant to his seniors. Oh yeah, I mean getting a little emotional just kind of thinking about it, just just kind of playing that back and and listening to Coach Hammond talk about. Um, you know, he, had, he said he had three seniors on that kickoff, and he even told them, you know, if you if you hit your block here and if you seal here, that could be open. And sure enough, it happened, and they, they took it to the house and uh, capitalized on a central fumble, got a couple short field touchdowns. Tristan Risley was a beast running beast. the ball. 
for Clovis High. What what are his official numbers there, Austin? Uh, he went 163 yards rushing on about 21 carries, I believe. So 21 for 163 and two touchdowns. And after Central tied it up at 21, uh, it was Risley, right, that, that busted through for a 38-yard touchdown mm-hmm. uh, to give Clovis a, a 28 to 21 yep. lead. That was right? the last time he touched the ball too, and it was kind of in a it was in a time where the backup quarterback was in for Clovis High. You thought maybe momentum was going to swing the other way, which it kind of already had started. But then Risley just went up the middle, busted out 38-yard TD with about, what was it, like five minutes left or so? Yeah. And, maybe, and maybe more. Unfortunately, too, you know, Austin mentioned the backup quarterback for Clovis. So what happened is is the much-heralded and uh, quarterback Nate Johnson for Clovis, who has seven D1 offers. We we're super stoked about him this year. And, and he, you know, this is his year to, to – uh, to be the the starting quarterback and it's his team and unfortunately he went down and you know we don't we want don't want to speculate too much but it looked like cramps he went down a couple times and they rushed out there and were stretching him so i would say he missed probably about half the game probably a little bit more actually maybe a little I bit think more he only played about a quarter and a half okay um and he, he did score on a on a six yard keeper to make it 21 nothing with five minutes left in the first quarter and I don't know. We we kind of thought that Central might roll, or the sorry, that Clovis might roll, and um, but then we also felt a little something changed in the second quarter. I believe, right, Austin? After after Central yeah. scored, so to make it twenty-one-seven, or like, oh man, don't let them score well, again. So we were talking on the sideline, and so Clovis had the big kickoff return for a touchdown to start the game, and then that that next kickoff, Central fumbled the kickoff. And Clovis recovered like on the 15-yard line and then scored to make it 14-0. And then like a drive or two later, Central's offense fumbles like on their own 20-yard line and Clovis High recovered and scored. So, I mean, Clovis High's offense had to move the ball about 30 yards to pick up two of their touchdowns. And they obviously started out 21-0 and then Central put together a nice drive to make it 21-7. And I was just thinking like, like Clovis High has not done much on a full field yet today, and I just thought if Central made this thing 21-14, this thing might get real interesting in a hurry because I'm Central's defense for I know they gave up 31 points, and part of that was the kickoff return in short field, but uh, they were playing pretty well. Nate Johnson's numbers, and again, this kid's super talented, and he's going to have better days than this in his future, but. Um, he was four for ten for about eighty-nine yards, and then he rushed what nine times for fifteen. So they they did a, Central did a really good job bottling him up. Absolutely, and you know I need to go back and correct something. Uh, Tristan Risley's thirty-eight yard touchdown run made it a thirty-one to twenty-eight game um, with uh, eleven minutes and twenty-two seconds left in the fourth quarter. So that's so that's where they're at, and and uh, Central made you know they obviously scored. Um, the last touchdown on a 41-yard pass from Stevenson to Marquise Green, who caught the last two touchdowns. It was a 40-yard, 41-yard pass with 24 seconds left. So you know what was crazy too? <laughs> Central got the ball on their own eight-yard line. They were down three with about four minutes and four seconds, and um. The, no urgency, right? No urgency. I mean, it worked for Coach Biggs. Like, you got to give it to him. But like, they got to the twenty-eight yard line, so like they moved twenty yards, and the clock was ticking like under a minute and a half. And then there was a big targeting call on a pass play on that last drive that that aided them fifteen more yards. And then it was the forty-one yard pass where 
uh, Marquise Green got behind the Columbus defenders. Well, unfortunately, too, there was a little bit of controversy. And if you guys watched the live stream, you probably had a better view. But uh, Clovis thought they had Central stopped on a fourth and short play. Um, we talked to Coach Hammond about it. And uh, he's just disappointed that there wasn't an official uh, measurement on the play. It's kind of all you ask for, too. So yeah. you could, I mean, if you do an official measurement, if he got it, he got it. If yeah. he's short, there we go. And uh, I do have video, but I don't think it's from a great angle, so I don't think it helped very much. But I, I thought they stopped him short, just you know, just by the look and the feel of, of the Clovis sidelines, right? You're not going to celebrate it if you kind of look and you see a dude, you know, passing the passing the the uh, the first down marker. So they were celebrating. And thought, so I thought, man, I think it looks like they stopped him, but they gave him the first down. So that obviously really really hurt Clovis. But I mean. Central came back, and you know when it came down to it, DJ Stevenson, the transfer from Buchanan, made some plays. He, um, you know, he tucked the ball a couple times, and you know missed his read. It's Coach Big said after the game when I talked to him, but he made the plays when he had to, and and those those two touchdown throws uh, that he made to Green late late in the fourth quarter were were some pretty were some pretty footballs he threw. Yeah, his final stat line, DJ's, was 9 for 12, 172 yards passing with two touchdowns. And then on the ground, he rushed for 92 yards and two touchdowns as well. And that's just one of those stories where um, you're kind of just happy for the kid. He, he went through a lot. He transferred schools after growing up in the Buchanan districts and elementary school. And um, he, gets a, he gets a chance to shine at one of the top programs in the state nowadays. And he pulled his team to a victory, and it's it was really cool to see. And I told Paul after the game, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to talk to DJ. I don't want to talk to anybody else. That kid deserves a spotlight tonight. And um, it's, just one, it's just one of those performances where you just feel really good for the kid. Well, yeah, and he let's be honest, he balled out, right? It was yeah. 21 to nothing. He yep. very easily could have folded, could have, uh, you know, said, hey, this one's not on me necessarily. But, you know, new – New kid transferring in as a senior, new system, new coaching staff, new guys that you're around. Um, so yeah, so DJ Stevenson definitely definitely proved a lot to a lot of people out there, uh, you know, including us, I think. And um, you know, I mean, just again, we just go back to the game, thinking how um, you know how much these kids have been through and these coaches. I know that Coach Biggs and Coach Hammond have been on the front line to even get this yep. game going. And <laughs> we did ask a question to Coach Hammond. Uh, after the game, like, uh, you know, would would you be willing to play Central again? And Hammond was pretty quick to say, heck yeah, let's, let's roll it back. Um, you know, who knows if that, if that would ever happen. But, uh, you know, we couldn't ask for a better game. And, yeah, I mean, those kids were, after the game, they were beat. They had, what, 14 practices to get ready for this, yeah. for this game. And to be honest, too, there wasn't a lot of mistakes that we saw. Sure, there were a few penalties here and there and a couple misassignments and the running back going the diff- wrong way a couple times on some plays. But for the most part, I mean, it felt like just yeah, a good old-fashioned like, football yeah, game. It felt like a normal high school game, I thought. Nothing really stuck out to me as, as far as just like misreads or stupid penalties or stuff like that. Well, the central dominance of the track continues. Yep. We thought that it might end tonight after it was 21 to nothing with five minutes left in the first quarter. But the Grizzlies definitely found a way. So they still they still got that central magic. They do, and uh, it's shaping up for next week. If Assuming Buchanan wins, it might be a central Buchanan. Maybe for the track title once again, part four. But we'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to see what happens tomorrow night first. Okay, before we sign off here on our our uh, 
what are we calling this podcast? Let's just, let's just call it post game pod. Post game pod, guys. After our post game pod here, what are your uh, final takeaways after after watching that football game? Oh gosh, final takeaways is um, I get I don't know. Coming in, I thought, hey, if you're going to beat Central, better better be this year because when you look at their roster, there's a lot of juniors and sophomores and freshmen on it, and we just saw possibly the best team in Clovis not be able to do it, and I don't think that bodes well. I think my biggest takeaway is just the emotional um, impact that they, that I saw from from Coach Biggs and Coach Hammond after the game. They're both drenched in sweat, and I mean, I felt my heart swell when I finally saw that kickoff. We've been saying a lot, you know, during the during this past year, and then when when we didn't think football was going to happen, that we weren't going to believe when we started hearing the rumors, right? We weren't going to believe that football was really going to happen, at least for me, until I saw the ball kicked off in the first football game of the year. And after the national anthem, we stood there and the kids went out there and lined up and kicked the ball off. I'm like, oh my gosh, it really happened. And what a great moment for our communities, for our schools, for the coaches, for the kids, for our, all the parents that were there as well. And then they took it to the house and, oh my gosh, I don't I don't think I'm gonna forget that for a long time. It, it, it's a good memory that's that's etched in my mind already and and I think it will be for a long time and for those kids as well and coach Hammond put it a good way in a good way after the game too he's like hey I felt this was a win-win this was a win because our kids were able to go on the field and compete and share this moment together obviously he's disappointed in the loss but I mean it it was definitely a win for football and for high school kids no doubt I'm I couldn't agree more with everything you just said and football's back and we're we're uh we're ready to go all right well thank you guys for listening to this short stuff that we put together here um we're going to come back early next week um after the the two football games tomorrow uh, that are going to be played tomorrow we're uh, going to break those down for you guys and 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 uh, have some information some content for you guys next week but until then thanks guys for listening and we'll uh, talk to you later